Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. I'm Craig Martin, and this is the Inside Connection. We have not been on the air in a while. I took some time off for the summer, and um, I am back with Christina Martin because we saw a new Moon and Leo show, and we were like, let's do it. Let's, let's get back on the air and talk about the moon. I know. What a sweet time. Hello, everyone. We're back again. I'm really excited. This is going to be a good one. It's a good it's a good time. We've got really brilliant, bright Leo energy coming up. So I'm happy. I'm happy we're here together. Yeah. I think that when, you know, I look at the chart and I see the sun in Leo, moon in Leo, and Mercury in Leo, mm. you know that there's an opportunity to really embrace creative intelligence. Somehow there's like a lot of creative energy flowing out there and um, that's what we want to tap into a little bit tonight is how do we capitalize on Leo, which of course, you know, it's the height of the summer, right? Most people are um, still in vacation mode or, you know, Mm. going down to the beach and things like that. But Mm -hmm. the, the thing about Leo is that it's the height of that opportunity of summer to be able to take those ideas and the initiatives and the things that we'd like to accomplish and be able to then bring them into the fall, you know, like back to school and back to work and um, being able to take ideas that are generated right now. It's really about ideas, you know, so we don't have to actually, ground those ideas. We don't have to do any work right now to make those ideas practical. That will come soon. That will come in Virgo. But right now, the creative potential is very high. Yeah, I love that. I I really like that. That is that kind of vibe or feeling about, you know, the, the anticipation for school coming up, like right before, you know, the the beginning of something kind of new. There's like a new new participation that's that's upcoming that's you know in a couple of weeks for a bunch of students so we're like getting really ready for that we're really at your like you said like the height of summer it's like the warmest it is we're all out we're enjoying lots of different pools and bodies of water and being together so it's great it's a great time for that creative output that participation um, that we have with leo Definitely. It's, I, think, I think this is one of my favorite times of the year, August. I think that in ancient times, it was when the, um, like the present vegetables that would carry us through to the following year, mm. um, particularly beans and corn, things that mm. could be dried right? Like you could dry beans, you know, you can dry corn and so you can save them in Mm -hmm. in jars or whatever. Uh, You can dry corn in the summer and then you can grind it up and make flour out of it and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But rather than like softer vegetables that would spoil, the, um, the August represented a time when we were able to collect and store energy that mm. would carry us through to the following year. Like we would be able to mm. use for the winter that, and of course root vegetables, which start to mature in September and October, which is part of the harvest. That's when really like the abundance mm. comes in, but mm. 
but but August is when like the first corn and the first beans um, become available. And symbolically, that represents a kind of storage energy, right? Leo is the time when there's so much abundance of energy that there's enough to not only in the food metaphor, eat what the earth is producing for us right now, but be able Mm -hmm. to save some for a day when it's colder and Mm -hmm. we won't be, we won't be as productive. And I think that's, you know, I, I like connecting with seasonal change and the way that that can be incorporated into our lives in a tangible way. Mm-hmm. Like, like mm-hmm. being able to use that and what does that metaphorically mean? Like what's the corn and the beans of our lives right now? That's mm-hmm. that creative potential. That's mm-hmm. that, you know, like put out a lot of ideas and store them up right now because then you'll be able to use them and produce, you know, in plain language, like income or um, uh, some kind of project that's of service to people. Um, you'll be able to do that uh, over the course of the rest of the year. The the Leo time is about being able to show people what it is that you you know are about. It's like self expression. Yeah, a big time self expression, right? It is like the heart put on the outside. It's that like it's that heat that is out there, and it's like a you know, there is something a little uh, <clears throat> courageous and maybe uh, vulnerable. Leos know that, that they are going to take a risk to try something out, wear something crazy, talk about a new idea that they have. There's something there with trying it out, just putting yourself out there, expressing it forward without, like you said, the need for groundedness or the need of analyzing it, if it's right or wrong, we're, we're not there yet. We're just sheerly and simply putting it out, putting it outside of ourselves. I think they have some need for approval, but I think it's not as strong as their need for real individual impact, right? Like if, mm-hmm. if their need for like approval was stronger than they would conform, right? But they don't really conform. They're not conformists. They're often fairly flamboyant, you know, whatever, however that word sounds. They're showy. Yes. And they have a big presence. And and singular a little. hmm? A singular a little too. Like it's just, you know, the individual. Right. Yeah, individual presence, right, of, of like, but that, like, individual impact. And, like I said, I think that they look for approval and praise. I think that they want to be okay. accepted. They want people to say, like, oh, my God, you know, you're you're a big personality, but it's creative genius, you know. Mm-hmm. They don't, they, they don't, they don't like risking being um, ostracized or, or mm-hmm. you know, um, or unaccepted, they don't like that. And yet they'll still continue to risk that mm-hmm. be- because they would rather go on the side of being big and trying something new and being bold 
having like a boldness um, rather than just conform and blend into the background. They, they want to be unique. They want to have some kind of a splash. Yeah. A splash is a great, is a great term for them. Yeah. I mean, they're, ruled by the sun. The sun is our star of our solar system, the star of the, of the, you know, of what we've got. So I agree with that. The individuality that comes with that and the less likely to conform. I think too, part of the validation comes from, you know, the, the heart and the warmth that Leo can bring. You know, if you, if somebody gives you praise then it feels like maybe there's a connection there or they're, you know, showing their heart a little bit. They're showing affection and appreciation and love in a sense. So there's that like continuum of heart, you know, from heart to heart type of interaction that I think Leo's look for. Maybe. There is partnership in it also. Mm -hmm. It's individuality, Mm -hmm. but there's, there's mm-hmm. partnership, which is why Leo also rules romance. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? There's like a, you know, a desire to connect with somebody else and, and be special to them or let them know that you see their specialness. Mm-hmm. This is very Leo energy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and I, and, and, as a Leo, I'm not talking, I'm, I'm talking in like the, the first person, but I'm not talking about myself. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like I, as a romantic person, are capable then of like creative romance. That's very Leo. Mm-hmm. The create, mm-hmm. you know, because you need to be creative to be romantic. You have yes. to, you have to, you have to really see someone. You have to know what it is that they like. You have to know what it is that they love. You have to be able to tap into what will move them emotionally, and you have to be able to um, connect in that environment. You know, we all know the situation where we're down at the beach and we're at the most beautiful sunset, but it's not that romantic because of the person that we're with. <laughs> right exactly exactly it is that that yeah specialness you know bit that comes in special right that word that's very fifth house which is leo in astrology leo rules the fifth house and the fifth house has to do with creative legacies creativity children um, the things that we produce and the things that we leave behind um, in our lives, the way in which we've made an impact with our life on the world around us. And that thing is our specialness, our uniqueness. Right. What what people know us for or appreciate remember. us for, remember us for. Yeah, exactly. And it can be very simple. Right. It can be very simple. You can have a great grandmother who you just thought was the kindest person in the world who baked the best pie. And that was her Leo. You know, that was her mm-hmm. her um, calling card claim to fame. Yeah. Claim yeah. to fame. You know, it, you know, and it can be very simple, but it but it also can make an impact on a lot of people in the community and it can make a lot of an impact on the people around that person and and in their lives. So this new moon is an opportunity for us to explore that. How do we make an impact on the community around us? And and how, you know, 
Do we find our specialness, our uniqueness? What is it that we're going to be remembered for? Mm-hmm. Right, right. And I think, too, there's something in there with, like, you know, we've talked about the word leadership or leaders with Leo. And that, too, is, you know, when you lead by example, that's another way that you're not only creating a legacy, but you're also, that's what, you know, people know you for and they can do the same. Uh, you know, I know that the really amazing Leos out there want you to shine your light also. They're shining theirs, big and bold and bright, but to have somebody else be courageous in who they are and express themselves is a is a powerful legacy that Leos in general can leave behind. Yeah. That leadership. Yeah. It's good. So new moons are new cycles and like new beginnings in the emotional realm, right? So a month ago, about 30 days ago, we would have had a new moon in Cancer. Mm -hmm. And that was about domesticity and about connecting with the beginning of summer. It was solstice, so it was like the longest day of the year. And the new moon was a part of that energy, that solstice energy, because it was a new moon right around the the solstice. Um, That was actually when I took my break. And so when I went away, there was a new moon and the sky was very dark and I was able to see a lot of stars while I was on vacation, which was really intense and really beautiful. I love being a stargazer. Um, Now that the the energy is a lot more lifting up towards the top, right? How are we going to create a maximum level of productivity going into the end of the year, right? And, mm-hmm. and it's a big deal. It always is a big deal, right? Like what does now through the end of the year look like? And we may not be engaging it quite yet. You know, we may not be mm-hmm. like really, really, you know, um, ready to take mm-hmm. action, but we're thinking yeah. about it. But we're yeah. thinking about it. And Leo does make us think about it. Like, I know it's not quite August 1st and the new moon is actually tomorrow, July 28th this year. So we're doing the new moon show, but the new moon is actually tomorrow. And um, so if you want to really capitalize on this energy, you have to see where you are tomorrow, what ideas come up tomorrow, et cetera, things like that. But where I'm headed with this is that by September the 1st, that, that's a real wake-up call, right? I think always for all of us, right? August 1st is the waning days of summer, and mm-hmm. September 1st, which is Virgo, is, okay, you better get, you know, action. It's, Some kind of yeah, action it's, has to. Right. It's the start of the end of the year, September. Yeah. Yeah. It just flies by so fast. It work really ramps up. School ramps up. All this productivity ramps up. All the traditions, holiday traditions come, everything. Yeah. It's all there. Yeah, I want to add a word because you said the end of the year, but I want our viewers to hear it in terms of like the culmination of the year, Mm -hmm. like an accumulation, an accumulation of, of, of energy that we've been putting into this year all year. 
Mm-hmm. Right. right. You know, spring has its own thing and we put out um, ideas and we put a lot of energy into them. And a part of the summer is supposed to be a time to rest on that, rest mm-hmm. on that energy and see what's working, what's not working. Mm-hmm. What, how do we modify, right? Because Leo is the second fire sign. Mm-hmm. So Aries, which was like the initiation of ideas, Leo is now the expansion of ideas and new ideas on top of it, but mm-hmm. the expansion of ideas because have we already been working on what ideas have we already put into place that maybe need a little extra push, that need a little extra idea energy that can then help the original efforts from spring grow even further, right? We don't want to take some back to the food analogy, crops mm-hmm. that maybe we planted in the spring and just mm-hmm. abandon them if a little bit of energy would actually produce something amazing in October, mm-hmm. November, and December, mm-hmm. right? But at the same time, we also don't want to put energy into something that's not working. And now is the time where we could change course, rectify, modify, do something new, and, um, and still be able to save the year, and make mm-hmm. something and make something decent and really productive out of it. Mhm. Right, right, the save of the year. Right. There right, there is like a uh I mean it's interesting because it's not Virgo energy, but it's right before Virgo, so there is something that is uh, not modifying it, but really pulling in and really concentrating that like identity energy that you have putting it together and putting it out, putting it out. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that Leo helps to ground larger creative experiences, right? Like the reason that the fifth house rules children is because you've already done a lot of prep usually, right? When you're at the place where you're like, well, what is my, what are my legacy creative adventures? Right. Mm -hmm. You've already gone to school. You've maybe already got an apartment. You've already got a job. You've already Mm -hmm. got a partner that you could have that baby with. You know, like there are certain creative foundations that are already in place. If you wanted to make a, a cake, even you'd have to have the foundation of having a kitchen to make it in. So right. there are certain right there are certain creative like oh I'd like to create a space for my life where I would like to be able to bake a cake. That's like mm-hmm. very preliminary, right? Right. Leo is Leo is the opportunity to say you know I'd like to have a baby. I'd like to make a cake. I'd like to use that kitchen. I'd like to throw a dinner party. You know. Yes. I'd I'd like to start a business. I'd like to expand my existing business, something like that. It represents large creative adventure. I love that. Large creative adventure. Yeah. It's so, it it is, it is really like a fun sign. It's, it can be really, really fun. It's just so, just what brings you joy and happiness and lights you up. It is a lot about like light and illumination and, you know, I'm just thinking about the sun and sunflowers and the summer. There's something exciting about it, exciting and um, free a little bit. There's a freedom there, too, with Leo. Um, 
Well, Leo, rules, rules play. Creativity right. happens in that sandbox, you know, that sandbox of play. Let's play around with an idea. Mm-hmm. Right? Creative imagination, you know, just say to two kids, okay, so let's come up with a story. Mm-hmm. Right? All stories, all fiction, all screenplays, all stage plays, all music. Mm-hmm. You know, art in general is just coming out of that creative playpen where mm-hmm. we just sort of <clears throat> bat around ideas. And, yeah, I think that's like a collaborative effort. It made me think of like a band, you know. Yes. And when a, and when a band gets together and they just rehearse and they just like play and they don't yeah. necessarily have an agenda. Right. They, and nothing, like a lot of right. a lot of bands like see what kind of sound comes out of them before they yeah. ever do anything with it. Mm-hmm. Just right. a bunch and of guys like, just, you know, standing around like playing their instruments and like how do they harmonize and connect with each other? This is very integrative kind of Leo type energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The actual music that comes out of that. Right. Yeah. It's so um, unstructured, unplanned. It's really just. Yeah. It, it's, just for the pur- it's just for the purpose of having fun. I right. remember reading in an astrology book a long time ago that there's some aspect to the fifth house and the idea of play, human play. That it doesn't really serve any purpose, but we still do it. Like it doesn't serve any particular purpose, right? It mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily put food on the table. Like mm-hmm. why would people decide to sit down after dinner and play a board game? What would be the point of that? Why do we find right. fun in why do we find fun in that? And because this book said that it's because it doesn't serve a purpose other mm. than play. Other than creative, mm-hmm. the creative process. Beautiful. Right. How freeing. It's so freeing. Yeah. It's making me think a lot about Aquarius, too, while we're talking right now. Like, it's making yeah. me think of the Aquarian Leo, their opposite signs. Mm-hmm. And this conversation is making me think a lot about how Aquarius represents that freedom. Mm-hmm. And in the and in the band analogy, Aquarius represents the group. Mm-hmm. So there's something I think really dynamic about the interaction between the the creative sense of play and and the group that's a part of making that happen. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't mean you can't make that happen alone, right? Obviously, you can go into the kitchen and you can, you know, make the cake by yourself. Mm-hmm. But in like a restaurant, that's not what happens. Right. You know, one person might actually bake the cake. One person makes the icing. One person decorates it. Like there's a team of people that participate in in creative work. Creative output. Right. Yeah. Perfect. So I think those are the questions. Those are the big questions for us to ask ourselves. What's the creative output? Are we working on them alone? Are we working on them with a team? How do we integrate with the team? It's pretty mm-hmm. exciting. Mm-hmm. Pretty exciting. It's a real opportunity for us to just spend some time thinking about it. 
spend some time thinking about it. Like, how do I like to play? You know, how does play create ideas for me? Mm-hmm. You, you and I were talking about this the last time we had a conversation, you know, and we were saying that it seems sometimes kind of effortless for me because I've been doing this type of thing for so long that ideas just seem to like pop up. But that's because you don't second guess them. You don't judge them. You just allow them to show up. And then at, at a certain point, you start to realize what's workable, what's viable, what actually, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Right. That comes next. Yeah. Yeah. We already know from lifetimes of experience that it's okay to mix peanut butter and jelly and it's okay to mix vinegar and oil, but it's Mm. not okay to mix vinegar and jelly. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that's what happens as we go on our own journey. We we start to know, we can feel it. We can be like, oh, that works. That mm. works. That's going to be a creative success. Mm-hmm. Right. I love right. that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you really get to figure out kind of like, okay, vinegar and jelly doesn't taste good to me. And if I try it out to somebody else, if I make it for my mother, she says it's bad too. Okay, then that's definitely bad. (laughs) We're not going to go there anymore. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's hard for people because sometimes people think that they do have good ideas, but they're they're happening in a vacuum and they're not getting, you know, that's Mm -hmm. why we have a team of people that evaluates what it is that we're producing to see if we can get a consensus that it's something of value. And as we move through life, this Leo, new moon and Leo, right, finding our passion, our mission, our calling, our purpose, our creative purpose is something that we're all here to do because there's a reason for us all. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Everybody is, is creative in their own way, even if it's outside the box of what somebody deems creative. Correct. Correct. It's, it's all, it's all ends up being personal. It all ends up being our own creative adventure. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Well, I'm going to wrap up the show tonight and tell everybody that they can get in touch with us by looking at sageofstars.com, finding us on Sage of Stars across social media platforms, looking at us on the Los Angeles Astrology School. We do have a new class for beginners coming up in early September. If you want, you can go to the website and find out more about that. And other than that, I'm hoping that we're going to be here next Wednesday. It's still summer, so we'll see um, how much energy uh, we have for the show while the summer months are um, so beautiful and rare and fleeting. But in the meantime, let's say that we will be here. And um, it's been great seeing you and being on the show with you again. Always a joy. Always a joy. This is a good show to come back on. Feels so good. Happy New Moon in Leo, everybody. Good night.